Hi, and welcome to the Confessions of a Homeschooler podcast. I am your host, Erica Arndt. In these podcasts, I'll be sharing all of my favorite homeschooling, organizational, and parenting tips, and answering your questions as well. Hi, and welcome back to today's podcast. It is basically the end of the school year for us, and so I thought I would jump on really quick and do uh, just a little overview of what I like to do at the end of the year, just to kind of wrap everything up, make sure all my ducks are in a row, and I feel confident and secure with what we did, and then I can kind of move on to the next year. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. So it is the end of May. Um, We do a traditional kind of school year. We do take a summer break and we take a winter break. um, And I just like to take a summer break because I use that time to plan ahead for our upcoming year. And really, we all kind of use that time as just a nice mental break. We get out, we paddleboard, we do fun things. And so um, we do do kind of a more traditional school year. Um, Of course, I know that are a lot of people out there that do the um, year round homeschooling, and that's fine, too. I think if whichever way you do it, I do think it is nice to kind of have some kind of a stop and a start though to your year um, that you can just kind of tie everything up in a nice little bow and like move on to a new year. So this is just kind of what we do at the end of every year. Um, Of course, you'll want to check with your state to make sure you're fulfilling any requirements that they may have. Our state requirements are pretty laid back, um, but there are a few things that I do have to keep record of. And so this is kind of how I do it. So every year at the beginning of the year, I create what I just call my yearly records binder. It's nothing fancy. It's just a binder. And I have some divider tabs in there. I have one tab with each of my kids' name on it. And then I also have one for my legal documents. And then I also throw in a page protector for my receipts. And I like to keep all of my receipts for the year. Sometimes I use them, sometimes I don't. But it is kind of nice when you're budgeting for future years. You can kind of see how much you've spent and just get a little bit more of a feel of, you know, what it's actually costing you to homeschool and all of that. Plus, if you have any issues or anything, your receipts are kind of all nice, one handy spot. The other thing I keep in there is our notice of intent to homeschool. So in our state, we have to fill out one every year and submit that to our local school district or um, an umbrella school or whatever. Um, Your state might be different, but that's just what we have to do. And I do have a free printout that you can use on my website. And I will make sure that I link anything I'm talking about in today's podcast below this so you can um, get to that information. I do have a free notice of intent to homeschool form on my website website you're welcome to use Um, but we do have to fill that every year um, and submit it to our local school district I always keep a copy of it I submit one to them and then I write on there the date that it was submitted and all that just so that I know Um, you get to the end of the year and you're like wait did I ever do that and you know then I can just (laughs) look back and save myself the worry and see that I did indeed do it so at the beginning of the year I just get that binder set up Um, I keep my notice of intent to homeschool and any other legal documents that I might need in there I keep my receipts in there and And I kind of don't touch it a whole lot throughout the rest of the year until now, which is at the end of the year. If anything happens during the middle of the year, I can toss it in that binder. It's kind of just nice, easy access. And then at the end of the year is when I really kind of go and fill that with all of our paperwork and everything that we've done all year. Um, So some of the things that I keep in there, um, and I do this for each one of my kids, um, But we keep things like our hours, our final hours completed. We are required to do a certain amount of um, hours and attendance in our state. So I print out both of those reports. I print out an attendance report, an hours report, and then I also do their um, report cards. And then I do have two high schoolers this year, so I also print out their transcripts. And all of that is kept behind their name divider tab in that binder. And for transcripts, I definitely recommend doing it at the end of every single year. Um, You don't really want to get to the end of your junior or senior year and then suddenly have to try and go back and create transcripts for your whole high school experience. That can be really overwhelming. Plus, if you do it that way, there is a chance that you might miss something and realize you're 
um, student isn't able to graduate because you forgot something way back in like freshman or sophomore year. Um, so I do at the end of every single one of their years print out a transcript with all of the information on it. Then the next year I will print on, out that one and so on. And I just keep kind of a running total of that throughout those years. So um, I just have it all in one spot and then I'm not like scrambling to get transcripts, especially now that we have a junior and she's getting ready to apply for colleges and all that. It's all in my binder. It's all nice and easy to access. Um, so I do print all of that stuff out at the end of the year. Now how I get all of that stuff is I do have a homeschool tracking software that I use. And I don't think it's as important when you have like maybe elementary kiddos. Uh, but once you get into high school, you're definitely going to want some kind of tracking software or even, you know, a written planner or something just to keep track of all those grades and your hours and all that because that will be important um, for your transcripts. I will say uh, um, with high schoolers I think it is nice to have a software but I do have a lot of friends who still prefer the paper planners and it works great for them so I think whatever works better for you is fine. One thing I like about the software is that when I'm planning my year out I put all of their lessons in there and then as we're going through the year I just have to go in and I can put in grades and mark that it was completed and all of that and then my software at the end of the year can print out reports for me and I don't have to do any more thinking. So I really like that. Um, and I can just go in, I can select my child, I can select what years I want it printed for, and it'll print out all of that information with all of their grades, their transcripts, their hours, their attendance, all that stuff that I need. Um, and so I do print that out for all four of my kids at the end of each year, and it works really um, kind of nice and slick with the software. Um, but like I said, you're welcome to do whatever you want. I would just suggest at least doing some kind of a report at the end of each year uh, I just think it's a lot easier to do it when it's still fresh in your mind than to try and do it like a few years down the road, if that makes sense. So that's kind of all that I put in our yearly records binder. And I keep one for every year, like I mentioned, and I just have them all in my cabinet and they're all just in a nice, neat little row. That way, if anything ever happened, I can just really easily go and grab one of those binders and find that information. Um, the other thing we do at the end of the year is we clean out all of our old curriculum and I will make a box with donate or giveaway or sell on eBay or whatever um, of all the stuff that I know that we will not be using in the future. So that's usually anything, you know, that, um, my kids have kind of outgrown and I'll give it away to friends or whatever, but at least we can kind of get all that clutter out of our homeschool room, out of my basement storage, and it's just out of the way we know we're not going to use it anymore. We also do an overall just schoolroom desk clean out. So everybody is responsible for cleaning out their own desk drawers. We get rid of any old paperwork, any old curriculum, all of that. They kind of all pile it on my desk and then I can go through and see what we need to kind of keep and get rid of. As far as long-term storage keeping, I really don't keep their schoolwork anymore. Um, when we very first started homeschooling, I had all these nice neat little banker boxes and I wrote the year on them and I kept all the work from all four kids in the boxes and we suddenly developed a large collection of these boxes and they were taking up a very large area in my storage unit and honestly I mean looking back you know I think I thought oh I need to keep all this as proof that we did something but I think the record keeping and all of that is just adequate we do not have to do that we don't have to keep any else for our state I was just keeping it I think to make myself feel better and once you get a whole pile of those boxes in your basement pretty soon you're like yeah this why why are we keeping this so we made the kind of bold decision to get rid of all of that stuff we pretty much hit the recycle bin hard that year dumped all those boxes out I did let the kids go through and pick out any art projects or crafts or anything that kind of meant something to them and they each now have their one box and anything at the end of the year that they would like to keep they can put in that box um, anything else gets recycled and 
Actually, I do a kind of a recycling mid-year as well around Christmas time. We kind of get rid of all old paperwork and stuff because we've really just never gone back and looked at old like math worksheets and stuff like that. So you can, of course, do whatever works better for you, but I do not keep long-term student work anymore. Um, I just find that it just is taking up too much space in my basement and we don't need it. Um, and so that's what we do with that. Um, as far as long-term storage, things that I keep are curriculum that I know I will be reusing um, and, you know, supplies and things like that, but we don't keep any of their work anymore. Along with my binder, I do keep our um, the kids' assignment spirals with them. So at the beginning of the year, after I've done all their lesson planning, I print out basically an assignment list for them. And it's Monday through Friday all on one sheet of paper, and it has their list that they need to do each day, whatever activities it is. And as they go through that day, they cross it off. And you've probably seen it on my website if you've been following me at all. Um, at the end of the year, that's all nice and crossed off, and we've done everything. I just keep those with my um, yearly records binder just because... I don't know. I feel like it's kind of just like a nice sum up of here's what we did for the year if anybody has any questions. Um, we get rid of all the work like I mentioned and that's sort of the records that we keep. Um, and that's really all that I'm required to keep. I'm not even required to keep their assignment list but I just feel like it's like a good measure. And that's pretty much it for our kind of end of year wrap up. I just make sure my binder is nice and organized. All the paperwork that needs to be in there is in there. And then we get rid of our old curriculum and have everything nice and cleaned out so that when we get new stuff in for next year we are ready to go. So that's it. It's pretty easy. I just like to do a little kind of end of year wrap up. That way I feel like we can kind of move on and enjoy our summer. So that is going to be it for today's episode. If you have any comments, questions, or ideas for an upcoming podcast, make sure to email me at podcast at confessionsofahomeschooler.com. You can also visit my website at www.confessionsofahomeschooler.com for more ideas. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you next time.